0: So what's going on, Success As Listeners, Tanner McCart coming at you, episode 155, and uh honored and privileged to actually be doing this podcast with you guys. Uh thank you so much for your uh listening, and uh thank you so much for actually uh for your partnership. And uh, you know, I tell you guys, I'm excited about talking to you guys. I'm actually headed to an appointment uh with to meet with a lunch appointment with a really good friend of mine, and uh definitely know it's gonna be iron sharpening iron. I meet with this guy. i uh, excited about it. But anyway, so we've been talking about faith and uh, the walk of faith. I started off talking about the genesis of my faith. I also talked about, um, you know, that you have to feed your faith, that your faith is a muscle uh, and that it it's something that has to be, be done on a daily basis. Uh, and then I also talked about uh, your faith has to have a voice. So I want to jump into uh, today's episode with what can short circuit or what can sabotage your faith. Okay, so as we all know that uh, one of our weapons of our warfare is our shield of faith, and it says in the scripture is that you know the enemy is throwing fiery darts at you all the time, uh, and the only thing to kind of counteract that is is our shield of faith. So. As I was thinking about this and I was just looking back at some scriptures that uh, kind of point to the fact that you can sabotage your faith. You can't drop your shield, okay? The enemy is after your faith. He's not after you per se. He's after your faith. If he can convince you that what you have believed for will not happen, all right, or... He can get you into a state, and I mean I'm gonna get ready to get into this, but the the things that will sabotage your faith, he's all about that. And this is where you as a you know born-again believer have to take every thought into captivity under the obedience of Christ Jesus. This is where you have to police your thoughts. This is where you have to police your mouth, especially your mouth. Because man, whenever whatever you can think all the, you know, what your brain can sit there and go you know, 90 miles a minute thinking, Oh, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? What am I going to do about something? But ultimately whatever comes out of your mouth is, you know, it's law, right? It's what you believe because out of the abundance, the heart the mouth speaks. So some things that actually can sabotage your faith. I want to just kind of run through these real quick and maybe give some examples of, you know, what I've seen in my own heart, uh, or my own life that has kind of sabotaged my own faith and, uh, and so forth. So if you go and look, actually, in Mark chapter 11, uh, verse uh, 25, you and we all, you know, if, you, if you've been around me long enough, you know I've talked about Mark chapter 11, verse 22 through 24, which says, have the God kind of faith. And, you know, I read this morning in the scripture that, hey, guess what? We're supposed to be imitators of, of God. So, you know, we're supposed to have this kind of faith uh, where that we speak things into existence and call those things to be not as though they are. And so as, as a person, one of the very things that I found very interesting that Jesus talks about in red letters that follow up those uh, first three verses, 24, 22, 23, and 24, but in 25, in twenty five, he talks about that if you have any kind of unforgiveness in your heart towards your brother or your sister or whoever it is, then you know what? You need to go to that person. You need to get squared away because, trust me, it will sabotage your faith. Now, one of the easy ways that the enemy kind of uh, baits us with this or maybe a fiery dark that can spread is the the whole entire thing of offense. And I don't have time to go into offense and what offense, uh, you know, how that kind of operates but I will give you just a quick example that a, a little, a long time ago, um, I was dry, I was riding in the car, and I was talking to uh, one of my business mentors. And as I was talking to him, um, you know, he said something to me that I took offense to, and what kind of spiraled? And it was something small; it wasn't like huge, but it was just enough to kind of make me take that offense and maybe kind of dwell on a little bit or maybe hold a grudge against him for him saying that and what it wound up becoming was strife and man, that that is nothing but the enemy's playground and it will sabotage your faith and I remember that, I remember literally laying on my laying on my back sick and I was like Lord, you know, why What brought this on, or what what kind of caused all this to happen? And he brought me right back to that uh, conversation that I had, and where I had taken offense uh, to them, to this person, and where that this had allowed you know some strife to come in between he and I. And you know, SEC, let me tell you something, man. You know, sometimes the enemy can, uh, you know, sometimes it's their own self that brings you know affliction upon us, like sickness if you know it's like me a couple of weeks ago where I had not taken a day of rest but lo and behold here I was boom you know on my on, flat on my back back then and the only reason that I, that, that sickness had actually come um, was because of the strife and once I had cleared that up I called the person immediately after I had um, after after the Lord had showed me that, I called him immediately asked for his forgiveness for holding that offense. He forgave me, and then it was pretty much 24 hours. I was back up on my feet. Now you might say, "Oh, you know, that was probably just healing process." Whatever, man. You know, get your head out of. The Trust me, this stuff is real. You know, the unseen controls the scene, and if you're trying to believe, if you're trying to believe something, maybe for your healing or for, I mean, I, I can remember, you know, uh, a young lady. She. Uh, uh, she, she could not forgive herself. All right. This is unforgiveness. Now she couldn't forgive herself for doing something that happened to her in a certain situation, uh, when it had to do with, you know, lawyers and things of that nature, where she felt like she didn't stand up, uh, and, you know, plead her case basically, uh, for that. And you know what? That unforgiveness wreaked havoc in her life, just wreaked havoc in her life. And she never could unforg- uh, forgive herself. And, you know, guys, I'm telling you, the other thing that you can wreak havoc is if you go and read in either First or Second Peter, that if you hold any kind of unforg- uh, unforgiveness to your spouse, that your prayers are hindered. I mean, it clearly says this, guys. So, unforgiveness is a big, big deal. You know, if Jesus was willing to forgive you of everything that you ever did, then why in the world should we ever think about holding any kind of uh, unforgiveness to someone else? We have got to protect our walk, our love walk, because our love walk and our walk of faith go hand in hand. Okay, Let me go to the next one. Worry. You've heard me talk about worry before. Worry will sabotage your faith because all worry is is meditating on false information or, inf- or things that have not even happened. But it's just meditating, and guess what? When you meditate on something, it gets down inside of your heart, and guess what? It comes out of your mouth, and lo and behold, you sabotage your circuit, your faith. You know, you got to know this, guys, that whenever, you know, the words that you speak um, basically carry the faith and are seeds planted in the ground for those things to come up down the road. They don't come up immediately a lot of times, and so whenever you sit there and Speak contrary to your faith. You know, you might sit there and say, you know, man, I I believe and receive my healing. I'm healed and everything like that. And then you turn right, right around and you say, God, man, my back's killing me. Man, I can't get over this cold. Or man, this cold is kicking my butt. You say these things that dig your seat up. Don't do that. Don't dig your seat up. So worrying, meditating on the things that are negative, that are contrary to your faith, is going to sabotage your faith. Here's number three and this was a big one for me, is complaining or murmuring and complaining. We see that very clearly in the Word where, you know, the children of Israel trying to get to the Promised Land sabotaged themselves because they were murmuring and complaining about, you know, the things they might have lacked. And I remember, you know, if you go actually in Philippians 2 verse uh, 14, it clearly says, do not murmur and complain. I mean, Paul says that. And a great visual of that from uh, actually my pastor back in uh, Columbia, South Carolina, you know, he gave this great visual is whenever you have like a, an animal that is whining or whimpering or, you know, complaining or whatever it is, guess what? They make themselves vulnerable or they make themselves known to predators. Yeah. Yeah. And, man that is such a great visual because when you're sitting there whining and complaining um, you are making yourself known you've dropped your shield of faith and guess what boom the enemy knows exactly where to hit you <laughs> right I mean th- these are just great things that you know for you have to you know understand that you cannot do uh, if you're gonna keep your faith strong okay another thing is just straight up unbelief and, you know, you, you've heard this uh, said many times is that, you know, when God sits there and puts something out there for you or makes a promise for you, like you, you that you can be wealthy, all right, that he wants you to be wealthy, that, you know, you know, that he has, he's got treasures in heaven for you, that blessings can be poured out. And, you know, you have this uh, mindset or unbelief that, no, God doesn't want to bless me. God doesn't want to... And, Guess what? You're going to short-circuit anything like that. You won't even have any faith, you know, to go off of. Uh, The other thing that I can tell you that will short-circuit your faith is when you're getting frustrated, right? And let me just kind of unpack that a little bit. Um, I'm going to have some time here. What is being frustrated is whenever you're trying to control something or you want something so badly that you get frustrated at the time that it takes from you know once you believe and receive it to there it is that frustration can str- can sabotage your faith your best bet is to once you kind of believe and receive whatever you have belief for because faith is now faith is not in the future faith happens now then guess what that faith goes to work for you and it and it basically is seed in the ground, right? And it takes some time for that uh, seed to come up. Well, with you getting frustrated, it's just like a farmer going out in the field, looking over his crops and saying, why aren't you you hurrying up and growing? You know, get growing. I need you to grow. I need you to get, you know, uh, I need you to sprout up now. And sometimes your faith or sometimes your frustration can almost prematurely, Uh, cause you to do stupid things. Like, uh, for example, like me, one time I, uh, decided to, I, because I was frustrated with the situation I was in and I was just having some pressure put on me, guess what? I decided to go buy a house, (laughs) which was probably not the wisest thing to do. And I got back into debt that totally unwise. Because it's going to your frustration, you wanting that thing so badly is going to cause you to, you know, literally sabotage your faith. Because faith has to go to work. You have to allow your faith to do the work for you. You don't have to do the work. You have to allow your faith to do the work for you. Now, you might sit there, what does that look like, Tyler? Well, you stick close. That's why it says hold fast to your confession of faith. You know, so whatever you have believed for, whatever you have believed and received, you know, by faith, you have to stick to your guns. No matter what the circumstances look like, you have to say, you know what? I know that the doctor continues to tell me that I've got this bad report. You know what? I'm going to stand my ground, even though that's the that might be a fact. The truth is I've believed and received that by his stripes I am healed and whole or it might be you know, man, the 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 mortgage company is calling me because I haven't paid, you know, my mortgage in a couple of months or whatever it is. You might need to sit there and meditate on the word or you hope you've already been meditating the word that, you know what? Hey, I believe and receive that my God shall supply all of my needs according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. Whenever the pressure comes, those things that you are waiting on, you know, faith and patience are the power twins. You've got to have some patience to allow the seed to germinate, to actually come up. It's just that process of seed time and harvest. Okay. So success as community, man, that was a quick one. Uh, Cause I'm literally here at my, um, appointment uh, from a lunch appointment with a good friend that I'm meeting with but guys. Uh, know this, that you're blessed and you're highly favored. Okay. And you're empowered to prosper and you walk in divine health. And you know, by the way, let me say this. If you feel led, If you say, you know, hey, I'm getting something out of, you know, what Tyler's putting out there, and, you know, I want to sow into, I want to partner with the Success Edge podcast, there is a way to do that now. You can actually go to patreon.com backslash Tyler McCart, and you can find my Patreon page right there, and you can, um, you know, either customize what you'd like to give on a uh, monthly basis or, you can just select either the $5 or $10 mark, whatever you feel led to give. And if you just wanted to give a one-time gift, okay, go ahead and, uh, you know, go through the process, and then after you've given, you know, uh, go back in and cancel, uh, cancel out your monthly thing. I don't care how you do it, <laughs> you know. It's up to you uh, if you feel led to do that. I, this is not going to, you know, make or break me, guys, all right. Uh, I'm, all my needs are met, Okay? My God supplies all of my needs, all right? not, not, my, not the SEC listeners, uh, not, not even my own job. My God supplies all of my needs. My God signs my paycheck. Okay, So this is just your opportunity to sow. And trust me, you will be blessed by it. If you need me to agree with you on anything, just let me know. Okay, So SEC, know that you're blessed, highly favored, empowered to prosper. You walk in divine health and the spirit of breakthroughs on you. And guys, we'll catch you on the other side.